I'm Leslie Myrick. I'm an adventurous, organized, and enthusiastic interior designer based in the Atlanta, Georgia area, and I work with clients all over the U.S. and Canada. My mission is to help high-achieving moms bust out of boring homes without stress and overwhelm. This is the podcast version of my weekly Instagram and Facebook live show, Bust Out of Boring. You can catch me live there every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Ready to create a kick-ass home you love? Let's bust out of boring. Hey, everyone. Leslie Myrick here. Welcome to Bust Out of Boring, episode 98, my biggest interior design fail. Get ready, guys. (laughs) We're going deep today. So I am showing up post-yoga, no makeup, but you know what? That is life. I'm a busy mom. I'm squeezing in workouts when I can, and so ta-da, here we are. (laughs) Just makeup free on the internet. Welcome, everybody. Okay, so let's talk today about my biggest interior design fail, and I have the real design fail to tell you about, and then something a little bit deeper that I want to touch on. So my actual biggest interior design fail for a client for a real project was hiring a really crappy contractor that did not do his job and ended up costing me a ton of money to fix all of the problems that he made. And I looked really bad in front of the client. And I can tell you, I learned a lot of lessons from that project. So there's your quick first takeaway. If you're going to hire a contractor, meet with them beforehand anything is a red flag. If something turns you off, it doesn't feel like a fit, go find someone else. I assure you, if you're getting some sort of red flag, something, they're not the right person for the job. But let's go a little bit deeper. And I want to tell you what the real, true, biggest interior design fail that I've ever done is. And I do it over and over again. And that is not trusting my gut when it comes to making design decisions. I know what I like. I know what works. I feel it. Like I just can tell when something is a great fit. I just get the sense of like, oh my gosh, that's it. And then I end up talking myself out of it. I start to rationalize decisions. I start to think through all the reasons why this idea doesn't work or why my client will think I'm crazy. And ultimately, I regret not trusting my gut and not going with this stupid thing I loved from the beginning. Let me give you an example that just happened this past week. I had a concept design presentation for a client. Concept design is what happens after we have our initial meeting. We do a concept design, and then we get that all nailed down, and then we present a detailed design with every single selection made. But we're at the concept phase. So this is when we will do you know, an initial floor and furniture plan to see how the room's going to fit. We'll pick a few materials, pick maybe a few key pieces for the room and just kind of start to flesh out how the spaces are going to come together. This project I'm working on is a new build. It is a guest house. So it's a really fun space. It's not a main residence, which means we can kind of push a little further, have a little bit of fun with it and give it sort of a hip hotel feel. So I had wallpaper picked out for the bathroom and it had cats all over it. (laughs) It was so funny and charming. And this client has a cat and I know that's something meaningful to her. And I just thought it would be so playful and silly to walk in the bathroom and right on that big first wall where all the mirrors and the vanity is just to have these like cats hanging out in the bathroom. And as I pulled together the design scheme, I found other materials like beautiful countertops and backsplash tile and other things that made a lot of sense with it. And I really loved how it was coming together. But 
the night before the presentation meeting, I chickened out. I was working on a little drawing of the space and I didn't include the gats. I just put tile. It was pretty. It was safe. And that's the thing, you guys, safe. That's immediately where where I went with my brain was I can't do this cool, quirky wallpaper. I've got to do something safe that I know will work for sure. While I'm at the concept design presentation, I am walking through everything for this bathroom. I present the materials, the tiles, this 3D, like this room perspective sketch that I did freehand. And it's fine. And I'm really glad I did this. But I was like, hey, this was one idea, but I had another idea that I just wanted to run by you. I feel like it might be a little crazy. So I kind of didn't step into it. I presented it as, I'm not sure about this. I pulled out the cat wallpaper and her first response was, I love it. (laughs) Guys, I was so mad at myself. So mad at myself in that moment because I knew it was a great choice for her. I knew it was a great choice for the space, for the project, for her needs, for her aesthetic. And I chickened out. I did not have the courage to be bold and say, this is what I think would be amazing for your space because I was afraid of what she would think. I was afraid it was maybe too immature, too young, too silly, but it was just that right kind of playful. It was playfully polished, just like all the other rooms we do. They have a sense of adventure and fun and play, but they are still sophisticated and put together and polished and elegant and beautiful. And I have done this more than once where I've had a great idea, where I found a great material and I have second guessed myself and I have made that mistake of not standing in my place, not knowing, not that I don't know, but not being confident in what I do know and trusting that my gut is right when it comes to design. Now, of course, I have had design training. I have had design education. I have 16 years of experience. But that doesn't mean that this can't translate to you at home as well. I am sure you have seen something in a store. You have seen something in a catalog, catalog, who reads catalogs, on Instagram or Facebook. And you've gone, oh my gosh, I love that hot pink rug. Or I love that cat wallpaper. And then there's immediately this, but I could never have it in my home. And there's that sense of kind of deflating and feeling just, ugh, I don't know, like you don't deserve it or something. I'm going to tell you right now, if you love it, if you really freaking love it, it belongs in your home. That spark, that idea, that sense of knowing is so important. Don't lose it. Listen to it. Trust it. I can always tell. It's my gut. It's my intuition. It's God, whatever you want to call it. I always feel these nudges when I just deeply love something and know it's right but it doesn't make sense. Like there's something where you're like, this doesn't make sense, but I love it and I'm going to go with it. That's exactly when I know I should go with it. So guys, put up the cat wallpaper, pick the hot pink rug, go for that thing that just lights you up inside and put it in your home and make it work. And if this is something that you are struggling with, please reach out to me. I would love to help you. This is what I do. I help people incorporate what they love into their homes so they can have a playfully polished interior, so they can bust out of boring and not be stuck settling for beige and brown because it is safe and easy when what they really want is the cat wallpaper and the hot pink rug. I promise 
All these things will not take us to crazy town. There is a way to do this with taste and with an elegance and sophistication and a polished approach that can make it work really, really well. So there you go. My biggest interior design fail is a lesson I'm constantly learning over and over and over and over again. And that is to trust my gut when I'm designing that innate spark, that sense of adventure and fun and play. And when you just see something you love and you can't even really necessarily articulate why you love it, you just do, that belongs in your home. And I would love to help you make it work. DM me, reach out to me, hello at lesliemeyerk.com. I would love to chat with you. Happy Happy Monday. I love Mondays, yoga mornings, and get things done day. You guys know I am here on Facebook and Instagram every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern. If you have questions, please leave a comment. I would love to address it on a future episode. Have a good week. Be bold. Go bust out of boring. And I will see you next Monday. Have a good one, guys. You are awesome. Thank you so much for sharing part of your busy day with me. If you're digging Bust Out of Boring, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I so appreciate you taking the time to share Bust Out of Boring with other ambitious, professional, and high-achieving mamas like you. If you want more help busting out of your boring home, you can grab my free interior design budget guide, kitchen design checklist, and more free resources at lesliemyrick.com. While you're there, you can also find out how to work one-on-one with me for your design project. See you next Monday.